President Biden is facing potentially one of the most consequential decisions of his presidency, how to retaliate after a drone strike in Jordan killed three U.S. soldiers. A short time ago, President Biden told CNN's Arlette Signs that he's decided on a course of action. Listen to this. Yes, I do hold them responsible in the sense that they're supplying the weapons to the people who did it. Now, Biden there is tying the attack to Iran, but he has clearly stated he wants to avoid a direct conflict with Tehran. Administration officials indicate that this response, when it comes, will be stronger than recent actions taken against these Iranian-backed militias in the region. We want to start off at the White House with CNN's MJ Lee. So, MJ, the president says he's made a decision, but the details he's keeping close to the vest. Yeah, Boris, you heard President Biden there uh, telling Arlette Signs directly that, yes, he has made a decision on how exactly to retaliate after the deaths of these three American soldiers. But as you can imagine, the White House has been uh, very careful in recent days to not telegraph in any way what exactly that response would look like. But officials have said that the uh, response that we are going to see in the coming days is likely to be more serious and more powerful uh, than some of the retaliatory strikes that we have seen uh, in Iraq and Syria. Now, uh, it's clear that the president is grappling also with the reality that some of those strikes in the past uh, haven't successfully worked as a deterrence. It was interesting when Arlette asked him uh, what will actually be different this time with this response. He responded, we'll see. Uh, so that wasn't exactly uh, showing confidence about the fact that this uh, future response is going to have a different effect. Uh, we do know that the administration is clearly concerned considering a range of options as well. We heard uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken alluding to some of those options. He said uh, that the attacks could be multi-level. They could come in stages. They could take uh, place over the course of a while. And so these are the decisions that the president has been grappling with. But again, he says that he has made a decision. Uh, but it is, it is an extremely uh, complicated and difficult decision because there are two things that he wants. He wants to show force and serious force that's different from before. But as the White House has made uh, clear time and time again, the one thing they do not want is for this conflict to broaden out into a bigger regional war, Boris. And, and MJ, we learned that President Biden has had contact with the families of those service members that were killed in Jordan over the weekend. That's right. We just learned that the president made three separate phone calls to the families of the three American soldiers that were killed. Uh, we are told that the president expressed his gratitude to these families and expressed his sorrow as well and made a promise to these families that their, their uh, service will continue to be honored by the family. Uh, we are also learning from the White House that on Friday, the president will be there to attend the dignified transfer uh, of their remains uh, when they arrive at Dover Air Force uh, and base. And uh, this is something that the president actually raised with the families to make sure that this was something they were OK with. We're told that all three families were OK with the president's uh, presence there on Friday. So uh, all three of these uh, U.S service members will be returning home uh, in the coming days. But obviously their deaths have really fundamentally changed and clarified the cost of the Israel war and the ongoing conflict in the region for the United States for us. MJ Lee from the White House. Thank you so much for the update. We want to take you now to the Pentagon with CNN's Oren Lieberman. Uh, Oren, on, on the military angle here, is there a sense at the Pentagon of what the U.S. response might look like? 
Well, just as the White House, the Defense Department is being very careful in terms of what it releases or says about what the U.S. response will look like. Obviously, they're playing their cards very close to the vest here because they don't want to give uh, the groups there, the militant groups backed by Iran, essentially a, a heads up on what's coming. But officials have made it clear this is expected to be wider, broader in scope, and perhaps sustained over time, far much more so than we've seen in previous U.S. strikes in Iraq and Syria. The question, of course, what does it look like? And that's where President Joe Biden has options. He could carry out strikes in Iraq or Syria or both. He could go after weapons and facilities, which has been sort of the MO of the past, or he could go after leadership, which the U.S. has done on occasion. That that would be a larger message. The strikes themselves could be sustained over time. They could have a cyber element to it as well, a cyber attack accompanying uh, sort of a kinetic action. And then that doesn't even get into all the special operations forces options. So the president certainly has his options. It is the Pentagon's job to come up with those options. And then Biden makes his choice on, on what he wants to do here. It is clear two things. First, it is expected that this will be bigger. And then second, it is also expected that they'll try to calibrate this to not spark a regional war here with Iran. Orrin Lieberman, an important update from the Pentagon. Thank you so much. Brianna? Let's talk about this now with former NATO Supreme Allied Commander General Wesley Clark. Uh, General, thanks for being with us. You hear the administration indicating the response is going to be bigger than what we've seen previously. What could that look like? Well, it could like, look like strikes in both Syria, Iraq, and maybe even something on the literal coast of Iran. It could go after headquarters and leaders as well as the militia themselves. It could be repeated in a sort of action, evaluate, uh, attack again, evaluate, attack again cycle. It might go on for three to five days, maybe longer. Uh, they could be, we could be listening to uh, what's said after the first set of strikes, find out where they're being directed, the uh, enemy's direct, getting directions from, go after that site next. There's a lot that could be done militarily here. The question, though, as the president uh, has said, is he, he wants to do the best he can to deter it. He doesn't want a regional war. And that's, that's the art of this. We'll just have to see how it works. When Blinken says... It could be multi-level and sustained over time. Explain what that means. So um, I, I'd be surprised if there's not an economic component to this, some tightening of sanctions, some seizure of assets somewhere. Uh, so that's one level. I think a cyber uh, attack is a second level. And then I think where you strike and how what you use is a set of third-level actions. So you can strike with Tomahawk-launched attack missiles, the T-LAMs fired from Navy ships. You can strike uh, airborne. You've got some attack helicopters that you could use. So there's different ways of going it. And then there's the special forces that can do actually insertions, raids on the ground, actually take out headquarters, capture people, grab documents, and so forth. So there's a lot of different ways to go after this. Some Republicans want these strikes inside of Iran, uh, which obviously that's different than what you're talking about here. Is that a serious proposal in your opinion? Well, I hope it was one of the options that was being looked at. If I'd been in the chain of command, it, it's what I'd have recommended because um, I, I think you have to cap this off. You have to put at risk assets that Iran really values and uh, they're getting away for free with this proxy war on the United States. 
uh, they don't care how many militiamen are killed out there. there there's dozens of them and, and multiple headquarters and multiple uh, young people standing up to be the next commander in line to get knocked off. But what they do value is their own Revolutionary Guards chain of command, their assets, and so forth. So, uh, yes, that should have been a consider serious consideration. Now, when you weigh the pluses and minuses, you talk to the diplomats in the region, you talk to your allies in the region, you make sure you've got support, people under understand what you may do. Maybe you come back with a different answer. But I would certainly have been pushing for the top end of the strikes because I think it's important to stop, get out of the action-reaction cycle and get control of the initiative of this thing and convince Iran to call it off. Enough's enough. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it is broadly understood that Iran stands to gain from a, a proxy war. And you also have Republicans calling for strikes against Iranian leaders. Uh, something like the Soleimani strike that Trump ordered, that does not seem on the table. That, according to the UN, violated international law. It was controversial. But to your point, how important is it that the administration do something that has some Iranian leaders looking over their shoulder, and how high up do those leaders need to be? Well, I would think it's important, and I think the leaders need to be the in the Revolutionary Guard command level. I don't think you're going after the Ayatollahs, obviously. It's not against civilian targets, but it is against this uh, revolutionary group. You know, when the Iranian foreign minister says, we didn't do it, maybe he sincerely believes that. But we know what the intelligence says, and we know that these attacks are not only supported, but organized and equipped. And in many of these militias, they actually have Revolutionary Guard technicians there to make sure the equipment works properly, the drones are launched on time and on schedule and armed properly, et cetera. So we know that there's a big Iranian hand behind this. And the question is, what's it take to get Iran to decide that this campaign is not in their interest? Because right now they're getting away for free. And the president's got to convince them it's got to stop. And we're going to see uh, what that is that he tries to convince them with. General Clark, great to have you. Thank you so much.